hey guys welcome back to another episode of unfiltered um today we are going to uh or i'm going to be covering uh week 13 this is going to be episode 12 um of our uh weekly unfiltered podcast unfortunately today uh cameron can't be here because he has a lot of like uh work to do for finals i did too but fortunately enough i found some time um but this is gonna be a pretty quick laid back episode um just a solo one from me um talking about my predictions and my power rankings um and yeah and then hopefully next week we'll be back at it with cameron um after this finals week is done i hope all of you guys are done with your finals or like um you know doing fine studying and getting all that over with so yeah i can't wait to get back with cameron um and doing the podcast so uh Let's go for the first game. We got New Orleans at Atlanta <clears throat> for week 13. Um, so there was no Thursday night game this week uh, because, you know, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they got pushed twice. Um, and yeah, uh, they, they're like, the Ravens are lucky that they got pushed twice, even though they lost. You know, I wish the Broncos could have had their game pushed at least even one day, but but I just forget about them now. So week 13, New Orleans at Atlanta for our first game. I got um, New Orleans winning this game 30 to 28. I like New Orleans's um, you know defense in this one more than Atlanta's. Atlanta's defense did play really well against the Raiders. That, that was like their best game uh, against the Raiders. And personally, I'm I'm really glad that Atlanta blew out the Raiders, but uh, yeah, um, 30 to 28 New Orleans. I think Atlanta is gonna keep it close because Atlanta is a very underrated team. They are a lot better than their record, um, and it is a battle of the NFC South. So if New Orleans wins this game, I believe they clinch the playoffs. So that's a really important game for them. The only flaw is Taysom Hill. Um, he's not that great. Um, like he's a really good running quarterback. Uh, he's like basically the Swiss Army knife of uh, the or- New Orleans Saints. Um, but I honestly think that if they're gonna go for a, you know, if they're gonna play a team who also has like a pretty competitive quarterback situation, like they're playing Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. Uh, I think that they might have to consider putting in Jameis Winston because Jameis can definitely pass and he's like a set quarterback you know he's their set backup quarterback even though Taysom Hill is also their set backup quarterback but um I guess they just want to work with Taysom keep giving him more you know reps and more experience and you know develop his his uh, knowledge as a quarterback um, because his passing game is very weak, um, but his running game is excellent. So he, he, you can classify him and like, I don't know, Cam Newton in the same position, even though Cam Newton can, can pass a lot better, but this is definitely a struggle for New Orleans. But the only thing I feel like that's keeping New Orleans alive is their excellent defense. Um, but same thing like Teddy Bridgewater, he started like five games last year for the Saints and won all of them or something. And it's probably going to be like this for the Saints. The only thing is the Saints, like Drew Brees, he's out for 
I don't even know how long he broke so many ribs and a punctured lung or something and that is really bad um because the Saints are definitely gonna make the playoffs but they need a like a good passing quarterback and Drew Brees is their guy you know he has been for so many years um but yeah I got New Orleans in this one 30 to 28 next game we got Detroit at Chicago and I got Detroit winning this one um even though Detroit has been struggling they do not have a head coach at the moment uh I don't know who their interim head coach is but they fired Matt Patricia um but yeah Chicago has arguably the worst offense in the NFL um next to the Jets Chicago struggles so much with their offense like Trubisky and Foles you know they just can't get it done um they might have to stick to the running game if they want to be competitive, but I like Detroit in this one. I think Detroit has a, of course, Matthew Stafford is a way better quarterback than Trubisky. Um, a lot of more offensive weapons. Um, but yeah, I think Detroit's gonna win this one, 20 to 17, and sneak past the the, um, the Chicago defense. All right, next game we got Jacksonville at Minnesota. Um, this one is pretty easy. I got Minnesota winning 32-17. to 17. Not too much to talk about here. Uh, Jacksonville is a 1-10 team, losing 10 straight games. Minnesota came off of a really good win against Carolina, which kind of keeps their playoff hopes up, but, you know, they're 5-6. It's kind of like where the average team wants to be, I guess. Like, that is underperforming. So, um, but yeah, I got Minnesota winning this. I think Dalvin Cook is gonna destroy the Jacksonville defense and but you never know you know because Jacksonville kept it close with uh Cleveland and with um what's it called they kept it close with Cleveland and some other team I forgot but yeah all right next game we got Las Vegas at New York uh New York uh the Jets um I got Las Vegas winning this one 27 to 10 Again, nothing too much to talk about. Like, I'm pretty sure Las Vegas is going to be pretty angry about the, the ass whooping they took last week against Atlanta. And they're going to release that anger on New York. Um, so as a Broncos fan, I don't want to see the Raiders win. Uh, but I do, like, realistically, I have Las Vegas winning this game. 27-10. to <clears throat> New York can't get anything going. They are the worst team ever. Um, they have no offensive rhythm, no defensive rhythm no passion like it's just it's just really bad in New York um but it would be really funny if they could upset the Raiders tomorrow so yeah we just gotta see uh next game we got the Rams at the Cardinals all right I think this is gonna be a really good game a really good NFC West battle um this is actually a really huge game for both of these teams um the Rams and Cardinals the Cardinals need to win this game if they want to, like, really just be in the playoffs. Because they're, like, the seventh seed right now in the NFC. Um, but I got Arizona winning this 42-36. to uh, Last week, the Rams really played bad. Jared Goff did terrible against the 49ers. Um, and it's crazy to think that 49ers are still in this. Like, after their whole team got injured... No Jimmy Garoppolo, no Nick Boza. They have a pretty solid team. I think um, that 
<clears throat> Kyle Shanahan is really making his case for coach of the year because you know with the limited amount of players he has and like the reps that they have so it's pretty good for them but back to Arizona and uh, the Rams 42 to 36 Arizona is my prediction um <clears throat> I think Arizona is also going to be pretty angry just like I said the Raiders were because I don't think anybody expected the Patriots to really beat Arizona but I definitely think that people would agree with me if they heard me say Arizona over uh, Los Angeles, the Rams. Um, I like, of course, the Rams have a great defense. You know, Aaron Donald, really good overall defense. Offense struggled a little bit last week. But overall, I think the better team here is Arizona. Um, both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Like, they have the fastest quarterback in the NFL. One of the fastest teams, like I say every week. Um, and, yeah, I like... The Cardinals are definitely one of those teams that are better than the record. They're six and five, and I really think that they are a lot better than six and five. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right, next game we got Philadelphia at Green Bay. Now this is gonna be a really tough game for Philly, uh, Philly fans. Um, but I got Green Bay winning this in a huge blowout, fifty to seventeen. I know if Cameron is listening to this. Um, he would be like, yeah, of course you choose 50 points. You know, I always got to choose 50 points to the, the one team that I think has a great offense and can dominate in a game um, over, like, a, a team that's really bad. And the Eagles are a really bad team. I mean, Carson Wentz, he's, like, statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. And, you know, they can make it close. I know Philadelphia makes it close in their games. Like, they, they were close last game. Um, I mean, the only way they were close was because of the, the Wentz Hail Mary which is actually pretty cool to see in 2020. But, um, yeah, Green Bay's way better offense, way better. Their defense um, played really good against Chicago last week, too. So, yeah, Green Bay 50-17 to 17 is my prediction. Next game, we got Washington at Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to get it. Like, if there's any Pittsburgh fans listening, I know I, I hate on you guys. But I got Washington upsetting Pittsburgh in this game. Washington is one of those teams that, you know, despite their record, they are better than their record. And they, you know, they they might pull a surprise. Like, they destroyed the Cowboys on Thursday Night Football for Thanksgiving. That was a massacre. Like, their defense played tremendous against the Cowboys. And... You know, Pittsburgh, in my opinion, they're a very overrated team. Um, their record, 11-0, doesn't really show for their skill. Um, like, I, if I were to pick a team, like, in the Chiefs and Steelers, like, if they played against each other, I would definitely pick Pittsburgh, even though I hate those two teams so much. But, um, but yeah, like, if you compare the Chiefs and the Steelers, man, like, the talent on the talent in Kansas City coaching wise player wise I mean Mike Tomlin of course is a very good head coach one of the best ever um for Pittsburgh but these games are super close for them against really bad teams and they looked really bad against the the Ravens third string team like half of the Ravens roster ha- had to sit out because of corona and 
the Ravens fought, and I'll give them credit for that. And they might be in the same position in my power rankings this week, but man, Pittsburgh, they are not going to do good in the playoffs if they keep playing like this. They need to make a dominant like stance. Look at the Chiefs, they're 10 and 1. The only thing that keeps the NFL from talking about the Chiefs more than the Steelers is that one loss to the Raiders. And the Steelers are 11 and 0. You know, they, they have a chance to go 12 and 0 this week for the first time in their franchise's history. But I think Washington is going to be one of those teams that really upsets the Steelers this week. I I just have a feeling, you know. Um and I think Antonio Gibson, you know, coming off of a career game is going to you know, like they're they're playing one of the, they're playing the best like rush defense, I'm pretty sure. The, the Steelers have a very good defense and that's what's keeping the Steelers, you know, winning. They that's how they keep winning because of their defense. Offense is all right, but you got to admit their defense is really spectacular. But I think Washington's offense has been picking up a big rhythm and you know being a lot more successful than like you know the average John Gruden um, or Jay Gruden uh you know play style I think that uh Ron Rivera is doing very well as a head coach for the the red or <laughs> the Washington football team and and I know Washington wants to win this game they are gonna fight to win this game um because if they win this game they're in the playoffs if they it's really weird the nfc east like the giants right now today are in the playoffs but tomorrow they might not have daniel jones and they are playing the seahawks right and the seahawks defense is not great but the seahawks defense can definitely clutch up in a lot of games um but yeah if washington wins this first in the nfc east uh if they lose i'm pretty sure the Giants will remain in the first in the NFC East, but you know we gotta see. It's those two teams, man, the NFC East that we have our eyes on. I mean, you you gotta look at uh, Dallas and Philadelphia too. They're two terrible teams, but like they're only one win off from the Washington Football Team and the New York Giants. So, so yeah, anything can happen. But like I said, I have Washington upsetting Pittsburgh, twenty-four to twenty-one. I think it, it's going to be a better game than people expect it to be. So, yeah. Um, next game, we got Cleveland at Tennessee. Alright, this is going to be a really good game. Um, I got... I don't know why. I wish this game would be Monday night be, instead of the San Francisco and Buffalo game. But um, I got Tennessee winning this 38-34. to I think it's going to be a very good game between these two. Um, teams their offenses you know the Browns have definitely the best running back duo ever in this this year not ever but this year um Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb these two guys are like the reason that the, the Browns are eight and three and the Browns don't get enough credit you know they're the least talked about eight and three team ever and this year especially but um Man, this is going to be a huge game for both these teams. If Tennessee wins, they're going to remain first in the AFC South and, you know, make their case for the playoffs. Um, Cleveland needs to win this game if they want to definitely get a better position in the playoffs. Um, 
So it's a very important game for both of these teams. I think both offenses are going to pop off. You know, not too much on defense, but, you know, offense, it's going to be a fun offensive battle, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. 38 to 20, uh, 38 to 34 Tennessee is my prediction because I do like Tennessee a little bit more, more confident, um, better head coach, um, better defense, and you know they they dominated against the Indianapolis Colts last week and really made their their case for being a top ten team in the NFL right now. So yeah, all right. Next game is kind of simple: Cincinnati and Miami. You know, I got Miami winning this game 24-17. to um, I think it's going to be a little bit close, but <clears throat> Miami's going to win this one. And Miami, you know, it's about, it's about like, the motivation, you know, when you play. Miami is, you know, if the season ended today, like, right now, they would be in the playoffs. But, you know, they want to keep winning. They want to keep winning. You know, they're, they're coming off of a, a win from the Jets, you know, a divisional game. 20 to 3 which also I predicted exactly correct last week. I predicted the um the Dolphins to beat the Jets 20 to 3 and that happened. Um but yeah, Miami they have overall better team. If Cincinnati had Joe Burrow, I would pick Cincinnati because Joe Burrow was definitely making his case for being the offensive rookie of the year next to Justin Herbert. This year is probably going to be Justin Herbert, but you know yeah, I got Miami winning this one 24-17 because they do have a lot better defense than the Bengals. All right, next game. Um, let's see. Indianapolis at Houston. So this is going to be a pretty interesting game, a divisional game for these two. If Houston wants to keep their playoff hopes alive, they need to win this game. They need to win this game. Um, Indianapolis is the better team but Deshaun Watson is you know he's climbing up that ladder for being MVP you know he's one of the best quarterbacks this year um you know he was a little quiet in the beginning of the season but he keeps climbing up and that's the kind of team that the Texans are you know they want to keep climbing up they remind me of the Vikings to be honest like the Vikings and the Texans are pretty identical like the Texans are the are you know you know, they're AFC, Vikings are NFC. So it's kind of a similar uh, situation. Um, but I got Indianapolis winning this 26-23. Because Indianapolis, um, their offense has had a lot of firepower lately. Um, and Phillip Rivers is is not terrible. Like he's a, he's a pretty good quarterback for his age. And I think he might be able to get it done against Houston tomorrow. So, yeah. All right, next game we got Seattle at... Giants. Alright. This game is it could go one way or another because Seattle does not have a good defense. You know, the Giants, in my opinion, have a better defense than Seattle. But the thing is, I feel like the loss of Daniel Jones might bring the Giants down a little bit. But I feel like it it's gonna be fairly high scoring for some reason. I think Seattle win will win this one 41-28. But um, it could go complete opposite because, you know, Russell Wilson has had a few bad weeks in a row. Um, He didn't play great against the Eagles. He didn't play great last week. Um, But, you know, he is Russell Wilson at the end of the day. He's he's him, Mahomes, you know, Rodgers, top three quarterbacks in the league right now. 
Um, but I think Seattle, it's going to be pretty dominant this game. You know, DK Metcalf might have himself a day, but he's versing the Giants defense, and the Giants defense is pretty underrated, so we just got to see about that. All right, next game, we got New England at Los Angeles, the Chargers. Um, okay, this game, all right, this is going to be an interesting game. Personally, I really don't know who to choose. If New England loses this game, it would be better for the Broncos. But even if the Chargers won this game, it wouldn't be good for the Broncos. So I don't know who to pick here. Um, but I did predict New England to win this game 26-20. I think New England is coming off of a huge win, you know, to enable their, like, playoff position. Even though they're not really in the playoffs right now, but, like, they're in the hunt. Just like the Broncos, but, like, it's like that, you know. I want to, i got to pick realistically, pick, like, according to, like, a little bit of bias. You know, just a tiny bit, because, you know, I'm a huge Broncos fan, but, uh, but... You know, if this game could end in a tie, that would be really funny. But I think I think New England will win this game. Justin Herbert, um, you know, they, they played pretty good against... Um, I forgot which team they played last week, actually. The Bills. Yeah, the Bills. And they kept it a little close to the towards the end, but, you know, couldn't get it done. But I think it's going to... Like, New England's coming off of a really huge win over Arizona. And they're gonna want to win this game I don't know if Cam Newton's playing I'm pretty sure I saw something on Twitter where he's like questionable or something but but yeah I got New England in this one and they do have a very good uh defense as well JC Jackson making this case for defensive player of the year um I feel like he might give a hard time to Keenan Allen or whoever he's covering you know so yeah New England in this one all right Buffalo at San Francisco Let's see. I got Buffalo winning this one, 20-13. I think um, it's going to be a fairly low-scoring game, um, but Buffalo's defense is going to be the reason that they win this game. I have a feeling that Josh Allen is not going to play that great, but the Bills' defense will. You know, they're going to score a few touchdowns. I predict that Buffalo will have at least one defensive touchdown in this game. Uh, 49ers, you know, Nick Mullins is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league, and I think he will try to keep it close, but they're just going to come up short by a touchdown. So, yeah. All right, now we got Dallas at Baltimore. This game is, I forgot the date for it, it's like Tuesday or something, I have no idea, but I got Baltimore winning this game, 30-10. to Maybe they might have Lamar Jackson back. I don't know. But if, if not, then Trace McSorley's going to play. And everybody loves him. Um, but yeah, Dallas came off of a really bad week against Washington. And Baltimore is, you know, they are in a really tough spot right now. Third in the AFC North. Um, I'm pretty sure this is one of those games that they really are going to try so hard to win. I know John Arbaugh is definitely going to be fired up after losing the last few games. Um, and they're going to beat uh, Dallas, in my opinion, 30-10. to 10. So, yeah. All right, last game of our Week 13 predictions. 
Um, Denver, Kansas City. Now, this is... Oh, man. This game is a game that I want the Broncos to win, definitely. Um, but I have... Like, the way it looks, I have Kansas City winning this game 35-24. to Um... You know, it's just been really bad against the Chiefs. You know, the Broncos have lost like 10 or 11 straight games. They haven't beaten the Chiefs in over half a decade. And it hurts me. It literally hurts my heart. Um, Like, I I miss being the team that would make the Chiefs our, you know, our bitch. But now they made us theirs. So, um, you know, the Chiefs are arguably the best team that in the NFL best team in football personally I think they are a lot better than the Steelers pretty sure everybody can agree with me on that um man but this like I don't know what to say like the Broncos I love my Broncos so much man but I would love to for them to pull an upset but realistically I just have to take the Chiefs in this one because the Chiefs are like they're the new dominant team unfortunately you know I hate to say that as a Broncos fan um you know the AFC West is like the one of the best divisions in in football you know because of the Raiders Chiefs you know and the Broncos and Chargers kind of keep it close up there so um but yeah but realistically you know I have the Chiefs in this but without a doubt I'm gonna keep rooting for the Broncos you know I would love to see them upset the Chiefs. If they upset the Chiefs, then I think the Broncos can make the playoffs this year. I really do. Because I didn't expect Denver to beat Miami. Uh, and and then the NFL did some stupid bullshit to, to not even push the game one day for, you know, Locke to play or whoever wants to be the back of quarterback for the Broncos. And that game against the Saints, man, it's just ridiculous. Shame on the NFL for even doing that. You know, like Lamar Jackson got corona and they're pushing their game three times. If Patrick Mahomes got corona, they would push their game however long they would want in order for their team to be healthy. And this is a fact. I know you guys know this. This is a fact. You know, I know I'm, I'm pretty upset to say it. I'm pretty upset to... But like the NFL doesn't care about the, the, like the teams that are below 500. You know, they, they, they don't, they don't give a shit about them. And that, the way they made the Broncos play against the Saints, you know, I can understand they're like, oh, we're going to try to make an example out of the Broncos for being like, um, irresponsible with, you know, their quarterbacks not wearing masks. But first of all, if you guys don't know, their quarterbacks, Locke, Ripian, and Blake Bortles and Jeff Driscoll, they all tested negative for COVID. Even though they are high risk, I understand that, which is it's fine to, you know, to make that game not played, but they still made them play that game. And they didn't even, del- like, they could have pushed it at least one day. And that game, I was so excited for because I thought the Broncos did have a chance. They're, like, if, because when they have luck, they have confidence. Definitely, without a doubt. And they had no confidence that game. They had no game plan. Kendall Hinton, he didn't even know he was going to play. They made him play that poor dude play. 
that dude has never had a snap in the National Football League, and it's ridiculous. And it, the thing is, this just makes me worried about how the NFL doesn't care about the Broncos. And I feel like this is, this is just ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. I love, I love the Broncos, and I want them to succeed. And like the NFL clearly doesn't. So yeah, I, I make my case, and I say that, you know, shame on Roger Goodell, shame on the NFL. And if the Broncos beat the Chiefs tomorrow, then I really hope the Broncos can shut the NFL up. Because they definitely would. Because the NFL rides the Steelers and the Chiefs and the same damn teams, man. I know I'm pretty angry right now, but I have a right to be, man. It's it's just really upsetting as a Broncos fan. The last five years, man, it's been so painful. After Super Bowl 50, this team has gone downhill it's been their worst five years in franchise history. And of course, I got to be here to witness it, you know. I just want things to get better. I really hope things will get better. It all starts, you know, with the mindset. Every week, you know, even if, if we come off a loss, I always, always, you know, have faith in the Broncos. But, you know, th- this is just a realistic score prediction. I will always still root for them, the Broncos. But it's just a realistic score prediction, like I said. So yeah, so I'm sorry about that rant. Just excuse that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we are on our power rankings now for week 13. All right, let's do this. Um, number 32, I got the Jets. They moved down one spot. They were actually number 31 last week, and the Jaguars were 32 uh, last week for me. So they both basically swapped. Uh, yeah, so the Jaguars moved up one spot this week, 31. Cowboys are 30. They they dropped a spot. Um, the Bengals moved up a spot, but that's just for placeholders. They're 29. Uh, at 28, I have the Lions. They're in the same spot. At 27, I have the Eagles. They are in the same spot. At 26, I have the Bears. They moved down eight spots. I definitely should have moved the Bears down a while ago. Um, I don't know how I put them at number, like, 18 last week. But, yeah, they deserve to be 26. They're a terrible team. Um, The Chargers, number 25, they moved down four spots. The Broncos, unfortunately, I had to move them down five spots. But if it wasn't for that game, you know, they, I definitely would put them at, like, 22 or something like that but right now they're 24 um and i really hope that we can move up again inshallah so yeah 23 we got the giants they moved up one spot um washington's at 22 they moved up four spots um and that's a very that's one of the most surprising teams uh washington so 21 i got the 49ers they moved up four spots they played very good against the rams um, at 20, I got the Panthers. They're in the same spot. 19, I got the Texans. They're, they moved up four spots. Um, the Raiders are at 18. They moved down six spots. <laughs> um, at 17, I got the Patriots. They moved up five spots. Number 16, I got the Vikings. They're in the same spot. Uh, 15, I got the Falcons. They moved up two spots. 
Number 14, I got the Ravens. They moved up one spot, even though they lost. Um, the Rams are at 13. They actually moved down six spots. They, you know, it's really... Like, if you're going to lose to the 49ers, you know, a, a team that's filled with injuries, I don't know how you're going to win a single playoff game. Um, but yeah, the Rams moved down six spots for me. Number 12, I got the Dolphins. They moved up um, two spots. Number 11, I have the Browns. They moved up two spots. And here's my top 10. So, at number 10, I got the Cardinals. They're in the same spot. The Buccaneers at number 9. They're in the same spot. Seahawks at number 8. They're in the same spot. The Colts are at number 7. And they moved down one spot. The Bills are at number 6. And they moved down one spot. The Titans moved up 7 spots. And are at number 5. And... Here's my four, three, two, one. So at number four, I got the Steelers. They moved down one spot. I don't care if you're 11 No, If you play like this every week, then, you know, you're getting lucky, but you got to do better than that, man. You got to do better than that. You got to be dominant. That's how you, that's how you become first in the NFL. Um, number three, I have the Saints. They moved down one spot. Number two, I have the Packers. They moved up two spots. And at number one, I have the Chiefs, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Man, I hate the Chiefs so much. But without a doubt, they are the most dominant team in the NFL. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that's it, guys. That's my uh, Week 13 predictions and power rankings. Thank you all for listening. This is a pretty short episode because, once again, Cameron uh, cannot be here tonight. Um, because of his, uh, you know, his studying for finals, not saying that I, I don't study for finals, but I still do, but you know, just fortunately I got some time to myself on this, uh, Saturday evening. Um, all right. So to basically summarize the first 12 weeks of my record prediction. Um, so last week, week 13, I went 11 and five, which makes my new total record for predictions this year 103 72 and 1 so 103 wins you know like basically positive predictions 72 losses basically bad predictions like losses you know and um number one or like 72 and 1 we got uh one tie because you know if if you predict a game and it ends up in a tie you didn't really win or lose so yeah it's a tie so yeah thank you guys for listening um in this short episode of unfiltered by cameron and i um well today just me but you know still shout out to cameron my boy but i'll see you guys later thank you for watching or listening my